Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Authentic Life Radio. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. I'm Sarah. Did you forget what you were doing? I did, which <laughs> happens to me often. It's that's kind of okay. scary. Hey, that's all right. <laughs> I told Cliff uh, while we were in Colorado this weekend, we were in the car and we're having a conversation and I I couldn't think of a word like I had it, but it, it just wasn't coming to me. And then when I said it, I said it incorrectly. <laughs> and it, and this happens to me a lot. It, it, it really does. Um, my kids will think it's hilarious because I will say, I will say a sentence and switch the words. It's like, and anyway, it, it's just this thing that I do. So I told Cliff, I said, you need to like put this in your memory somewhere that at 41, I started forgetting words and like, miss saying things so that if it ever becomes like a big deal we remember that i was 41 when it started <laughs> bless your heart so it was like you know it could just be that i have a lot inside of my head and i'm a little scatterbrained and you know these or it could be you know something else could be but um also i just think that I'm really good at forgetting things. Like today, I was talking to my coworker. I swear, I, I normally I'm really good with names and that kind of thing. I messed up about every single name for about <laughs> 20 minutes, and I'm like, "What's wrong with me?" Like, I, I don't even like. I was calling people different names. I couldn't come up with names, and I'm like, "I'm really, really messing this up yeah. today." It was not a good start to my morning in that way. So it was just, yeah. So I, I think that there's just times our brains maybe get overloaded, and we're I like, so. um, I, I just need to rest. Our brains right. are like that. I, I, it's been happening to me a lot lately. So I, I told Cliff. <laughs> If it becomes a problem, <laughs> we know it started when I was 41. Gotcha. Yeah. So you and Cliff had a good time? We had a really great time. Good. We did. I did not ski or snowboard or go tubing or anything that requires my bottom to be in the snow. I would be the same way, Steffi. But I had a great time. Mm-hmm. It, I, I watched other people mm-hmm. ski and snowboard and tube and... They were having a great time, and I was perfectly content watching them do it. That's awesome. Yeah. And I, I when, because I'm going to go out there yeah. at some point in my life, but when I go out there, I mean, I, I have no desire. I mean, I would love to go um, at a time, two different times. One's when it's really snowing and, mm-hmm. and all of that, basically winter or whatever. And then when I can go um, in the summer um, and fall when I could hike, because I love mm-hmm. to hike. Um, but... I have no, but I would love to go in the winter time so I could sit and watch, you know, watch snowfall or look at the snow, the, the majesty, like we talked about it at is the mountains. So and, beautiful, and just, just to see how gorgeous that is, and just to experience both of those seasons. But I would totally um, either want a yeah. uh, glass of wine or or a hot tea or a hot I chocolate, had, so to just sit by the fire and watch everything, yeah. like experience that during the winter time in Breckenridge which is the the town that we went to. Um, adorable little town. I absolutely loved it. But there was, on Main Street, there is a cafe called Clint's, and they had the best vanilla almond black tea. Oh, yummy. It was so good. Yeah, that sounds delicious. It was so good. I, like, I'm sad that I can't have one anymore. <laughs> and what it takes to get it, I'm not sure, you know, I'm willing to pay for a very long time. <laughs> I, I, I can only imagine. You know, some of you say that about the tea. Some of my very favorite memories is 
Uh, is the two of us just having yes cup of tea after tea? Somebody let my dog out of the I crate know, and you, after you, I, I created him to come down here to record this podcast. Yes. Why do people disrespect me this way? I, I have no idea. I, I, I <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't think it's disrespectful. <laughs> I just think that it's kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, but anyway, some of my like us setting and having yes. you know we we that was some of the best because I mean we we were stay at home moms. So we got to to invest in our kids. We got to do all of that. And, um, I don't know. It was just that I, I love, I love that. I, so I still, the tea that we have, there's a specific brand of yes. tea that you and I have always had. And my dad, my parents came up for a weekend and this was very recent. And my dad, my dad's a huge coffee drinker, but, um, for some reason he asked for tea and I was like, I have the best tea ever, daddy. <laughs> And so I made him that tea and he loved it. And I put a little bit of almond milk in it. Yes. And it was, yeah, it was, I, I would really like to pause this and go get one, but I don't know how to, to do that on <laughs> yeah. this machine. I would love one as well because but now that we're t- here, it's ho- cold. I'm going to get us one. Oh, okay. Well, oh, are you going to you're going to order it? And I'm some- I'm going to order it, and it is going to be brought to us. Well, watch that is the, so watch how this works. <laughs> well, anyways, that's some of my uh, and it's so cold in this room. I feel it's like freezing. Did, in you, here. did you want to bring in the ambiance of Denver? Is that what or Breckenridge? Is that what we're doing here? I don't no, know. Actually, um, one thing that I forgot about or not forgot but didn't really process because i think that you know they're all the way up there and so they're naturally colder but it is a different kind of cold Mm -hmm. it's dry cold yes and so when it was 20 degrees it didn't feel 20 degrees because there's not that icky wetness in the air it's like in arizona when it was hot like 90 like whatever whatever hot it is this dry heat and it feels like there's just no humidity. It's the best thing ever. I'm like, I, I totally understand that we, us living here in the Ohio Valley and we've only grown up in this area. We only know humidity. <laughs> we only know. Right. Stickiness. That, that's, that's all we know. <laughs> <laughs> but I love, like, I love to go. And when I, when I went, when I took Luke out, Lukey out to Phoenix, that was such a cool thing because it was just like, oh my goodness, this heat feels so, so good. And that was at the end of September. And I don't know what it would feel like in July or whatever in there. And I'm, and I'm excited for him to tell me. <laughs> <laughs> I won't have to experience, but he will. And so that's, that's funny. So you get, you got your adventure. Yes. And I just told you upstairs, I get to go see Luke at the end of February, I'm beginning so of March. I'm excited for and my, you. And my parents are going. And, um, so, um, they're in their late sixties and, um, they have never been like, they'd have never had this wanderlust of like wanting to go all these different places. Right. It's just never been who they are. And, 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 and I appreciate that, you know, they've done a cruise, they've been to Hawaii, you know, those kinds of things, but never travels, just not their thing. Um, but I'm so excited that they're going to do that and we're going to go see the Grand Canyon. So I get to go experience that with my parents and with Luke and I'm, you know, and I, I cause I've, I've never seen the Grand Canyon. Neither, nor have I. Okay. Yeah. And so, um, that I'm really looking forward to that adventure. Um, just to experience it with the um, people that I really love. So yeah, it'll be fun. Um, and Steph's ordering our tea, which I really yeah. appreciate. <laughs> it's really, really nice. Um, but it's, <laughs> It's it's like it's a vanilla it's a vanilla black tea. It's vanilla caramel. Vanilla caramel. Yeah. I knew there was something yeah. else. Yeah, vanilla caramel black tea. And it is so good. We have been drinking this tea for almost 15 years probably now. Oh my gosh, at least. Yeah. At it's kind of like the Hershey pie from Burger King. Oh my goodness. Hershey, you know we can buy that at Kroger. Right? I know, yeah, okay. but I'm just saying like for a long at least this is a healthier choice. 
<laughs> we we started not being so healthy and we've moved more in, into we've being moved healthier. Into, yeah. Yeah. In a lot of areas. But <laughs> but there are still days that a Hershey pie would be pretty good, don't you think? There you know what? I honestly believe that right now, if I went and had Hershey pie and Coke, like mm-hmm. um Oh, it was because when we first began, I was I was a Coke drinker and Sarah was a diet Coke drinker. This was before they created Coke, Coke Zero. Zero. Oh. <laughs> and I think if I went to Burger King and had that, I'd be sick. I'm sure. But I okay, so I'm just gonna total okay, this is authentic life radio, correct? So not only would we would have a meal and then we would have Hershey pie. Yeah. And we would just sit there. So like we were Or like, sometimes we just get like fries and onion rings. Uh-huh, onion true. rings because they're better than yeah. fries at, at Burger King. Yeah, and, but, but yeah. Remember that chicken sandwich? Just, that was good. <laughs> It was bad for you, but it was, but it was good. It, it was tasted really good. Yeah. So, um, those were good, good days. They were, um, I, I, I appreciate, I, I still like our kids playing on that playground and us just sitting and go, I probably, I'm sure I tripled how many drinks, you, large yeah. drinks you had at the time we were sitting there. Cause if, if you know anything, I mean, I down drinks like, yes. like, like I'm really bad. Like I just suck it down. I don't think that's really bad. Well, you know, but like we're sit, like we're always sitting at um if we we went to Frisch's the uh, like a couple weeks ago. She did outdrink me. By she, she by, by like by like 3 or 4. Probably absolutely. <laughs> Cuz it was Coke Zero and I mean, I'm <laughs> hey, if I'm going to pay for it, might as well get my I money's might as worth. well get my fill, right? If you're going to charge me $1.95, I'm going to drink $1.95 worth of Coke. Uh-huh, and they have the best ice. They do. You know, it's that hospital crunchy yes, soft that ice. Really yeah. tiny. Mm-hmm. I love that ice. I do too. I love to um take my straw and and stab <laughs> it, it into yes. the cu- so that the straw fills up with ice and then yep. and then uh-huh. you know, suck it out. It's fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Oh goodness gracious. It's fun stuff. It is fun stuff. It's fun. It's fun stuff. So um speaking of the those good days when the kids were little, um I don't know if we've said this yet, but McKenna and Lydia have a class together yes, this semester, mm-hmm. and w- which is which is fun because they're not in the same grade, but now, you know, there are opportunities for them to to have a same class. And so she said that you know they sit next to each other and they've been talking. And she was just telling me in the car on the way here, we were not at home. So she was just telling me in the car on the way home oh, okay. that um that they were talking. About, you know, things that they used to do when they were little. And McKenna says, do you know this picture of of me and Lydia? And it's at preschool and I'm dressed like Pocahontas and Lydia's wearing this orange shirt. Like she's describing the picture in detail. I know exactly what picture she's talking about. And she says, I remember that day. And I remember specifically. Yep. Um events from that day like us getting in the car together and Hmm. like and is what she would have been like four wow i think she would have been four and so it it was just um one of the first it's one of those moments that that you're seeing how far back her memory Mm -hmm. you know goes what what she is remembering and and second it's just like she's she was just like we were really close very We, we were really close and yeah. So then school and time and age, you know, changed that. And so I think that they are both liking that they can talk and they have that 90 minutes every day. 
every weekday where they can sit and, and connect. That's incredible. Yeah. Uh, and for me, I, I love that for Lydia just to help her, um, you know, divorce is hard on a family. Yes. And divorce, and you know this, divorce is hard on kids. Mm-hmm. I love that she can have that grounding, you know, yeah. again, of just somebody, you know, that's has always been in her life and is continuing to be in her life. And that, that, that found that change, that's not, not changed for her. Right. I love that. I love that, that, you know, that God is using geometry basically <laughs> to give Lydia just, um, it's the only thing God's ever used geometry for. I agree with that. Oh geometry my gosh. Is not real it math. Is not, oh my gosh. That is terrible. So we're going to praise God for geometry and geometry <laughs> teachers, but that's, yes. but that's not, but it's just yes. because for Lydia and McKenna, it's nothing else. Yeah. Right? We went in for we went in for open house last week, and we didn't really need to meet mm-hmm. the geometry teacher because he um, has had Megan and Matthew, and uh, he's one of the few teachers in the school system that have had the complete set oh, uh, of fun. Ravenscrafts and. Um, that's what another teacher called them. That's not what I call mm-hmm. them. But another teacher referred to them as I've had the complete set <laughs> and it stuck in my brain. But um, just had so much fun just talking to him about, you know, what's going on. And, mm-hmm. and you know, he's like these two, they sit next to each other. And sometimes they'll talk about really like there are only 11 students in their geometry class. You're talking Lydia and Mc- and yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. McKenna. Yeah. And, um, he, but there are only 11 students in their geometry class. Mm-hmm. And he <laughs> says that the, um, McKenna and Lydia sit next to the, this other, um, young lady and, and they don't talk. <laughs> so he, he's like, you guys should talk and you should, you know, bounce ideas off each other and share. And like, these are the things that he's telling mm-hmm. McKenna. So now, but they didn't have school yesterday. So today, um, but tomorrow I'm going to ask her, so are y'all talking? Because I know that they have this test coming up next week. Uh-huh. And so I'm like, are you, are you talking? Are mm-hmm. you bouncing ideas? Are you? I haven't asked her that yet, but I'm going to ask her tomorrow. That's funny. Yeah. That's uh, yeah. It's crazy to me how small some classes can be. And then Lydia told me that she has a class like with over 30. Yeah. And, yeah. It's, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's very, it's, very it's, weird. It's like their, their geometry class is like an overflow. They're like, okay, here's all of the other kids who are taking, you know, or mm-hmm. here, here's the group of kids that are left over that don't fit in any of these other classes. <laughs> right. <laughs> They're going to go in, in here. That's fun. Yeah. So it, it's anyway, it, it's it's fun to know that they're connecting again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's it's like forced connection 90 minutes a day. Oh, <laughs> uh, in geometry at that. In you geometry. Know? <laughs> oh, yuck. So last week we ta- we did not ask questions. We didn't. Do you is it, is it okay if I ask a question? Absolutely. I was just going through here and I saw this. Um, the question is, why do we dream? <laughs> That's a very good question. Mm. So uh, the first thing that pops in my head is why we dream is because it t- um, gives us hope. Yeah, it makes something no matter what we're experiencing right now, good, bad, or whatever, there's always something that we can, we are, we are supposed to grow. I mean, we are supposed to change. I mean, there's to stay stagnant is not how life was meant to be. Right. And so when we um, have dreams and are given dreams and, and all of that, it, it's this uh, desire for growth and change and, and to understand that there is hope that I can, um, do something 
that is meaningful and purposeful, that I have been given a, a, a passion and a purpose on this earth to do something bigger than myself. Um, so I, I think it's twofold. We're supposed to grow in two. It, it takes us outside of ourselves and makes us part of something bigger. And um, so I, I don't know. I mean, I just looked down there and I just saw it. So I've never really thought about that, why we dream. But because it keeps us alive. Yes, absolutely. It gives us that, again, It gives hope. you something to live for. It gives mm-hmm. you hope. It, yeah. It's, um, That's one of my words. I don't think I've ever shown you my necklace, like the one I got yeah. you for Christmas. Yeah. But hope is, is one of my words. Um, we'll have to talk about that yeah. sometime because I'll bring my card. And I want to bring my card, and that's okay. something that I wanted yeah. to do. So anyways. we'll do that next yeah. week. Okay. Um, sorry, tangent. That that was that was like a little that was like a little um a little content meeting right there in the middle mm-hmm. of our podcast. That's funny. <laughs> yes. <laughs> behind the scenes of Authentic Life Radio. <laughs> uh behind the scenes happened right here in front of you. Right. So what was I saying? Dreaming. Hope. Um, I I'm sorry, I I got the the IU and the OSU game. I got distracted again. Yeah, I'm going to go to I'm going to go see IU. Oh, I'll you? tell you about that in a okay, little bit. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, but we, we hope to, to keep us alive or we hope we dream to, to keep us alive, to give us something to live for, to move us forward. I am almost finished with Rachel Hollis's book, uh, girl, wash your face. Um, our tea is arriving. Uh, so give us just a moment. Mine's being consumed by its deliverer. Thank you all for your servant heart. Seriously. That's so, so sweet of you. (laughs) And oh, that's delicious. Now it's we perfectly need to... made. Leo. Oh, thank here, you. Buddy. Here, buddy. And another okay. off, uh, behind the scenes of Authentic Life Radio with, no. with two girls, Leo. <laughs> this is how we roll, yo. Yep. I, no bite. Oh, poor Leo. He just. Let him out. Dad. Dad. And where's Dad now? By the fireplace. <laughs> Mm-mm. Cliff, you're in trouble. I'm gonna crate your dad. If it were only that easy. I know, right? Leo came down here a few minutes ago and Jane and I were upstairs. We heard him shove the water bottle to the side. Yeah, no, I I I heard yeah, him. Thank you again, girls. All right. Thank you, girls. Okay, sorry for the interruption. But I, I so I'm almost finished with Girl Wash Your Face by Rachel Hollis. And she has a, a chapter. I don't know if it's the whole chapter, but she she's talking about dreaming and how she has the ability to visualize and and fantasize her dreams in detail. That's cool. And that the sharper the detail, the the more she is driven to to reach it. Mm-hmm. And um, so she she has this dream. So first she has a vision board that she keeps in her closet. So she sees her dreams every day. She's like, I see them every day. Cause I got to get dressed every day, y'all. <laughs> like, and, uh, and so she keeps her vision board in her closet where she can see her dreams every day. And which I really like. I think I'm going to work on this. That's cool. And um, so she's talking about, about this dream that she has. And... She's describing in detail what's going to happen when she when she gets it and and it, it what she's wearing when it's mm. I mean really in vivid detail and this is something that 
I'd like to try in my life. And I, I want to try to, to adopt it and really think about my dreams and think about them in detail and what they look like and how I feel when I'm there and experiencing them. And I think I talked last week um, when her new line came out, I'm not obsessed with Rachel Hollis in any way, but she is doing amazing things for women everywhere. And I wanted to see what her, her planner Mm -hmm. was, was all about. So when it came out in January, I went and bought it and the 2020 vision journal, it's a journal. The front of it says 2020 vision. That's Mm -hmm. okay. Anyway, she has you write five things that you're grateful for every day and 10 dreams that have not yet come true, but you write them as if they have. And then the, I think I've said this on this podcast already. You're good. And then the last one is the dream that I'm working on right now. I love the idea of, of doing that because what we focus on is what we feel. I hear that in my house all the time. And sometimes I look at my husband, I'm like, yep, but right now I really want to focus on the negative. So back up. There's, I mean, there are feelings. Our feelings are our feelings, right? I mean, they really, really are, but our feelings can lie to us. They can. And so that's why we have to be grounded in truth. For me to say that you can't have a certain feeling that feels very, I feel like that's a lie. I I, I don't, I don't, that's how I, that's how I feel. That's how you feel, right? Having, because my feelings are my feelings, but what I do with my feelings, what I allow myself to think about in regards to those feelings and then how I let that play out in my life, that's where the choice comes Absolutely, because I can, you know, fear is a feeling and sometimes it's a real feeling. It is okay. Just don't get stuck there. It's okay. But the thing about it is, is if, so I'm going to use this as an example. I'm fearful. There are things in my life that I'm fearful right now, but the truth of the matter is that God holds my right hand, Uh that he works all things together for good. He's got a good plan and a purpose for my life. Um, I know that he is faithful. I know. So I can keep going on about all of the things, but that's what's true. Mm -hmm. So I can have that feeling. But when I ground myself in the truth, what do I believe? Am I going to believe the fear or am I going to believe the truth? And that's where courage comes in. It really is because you can then make a choice. What am I going to focus on and what am I going to believe or who am I going to believe? And then pursue, pursue that or not pursue something because you're fearful and you don't trust. And that's so again, I really... And we've been given feelings for a reason and a purpose, but I really, but our feelings can lie to us. They can. And And, and do. It is what we we do with them Mm -hmm. and what what we focus on. Absolutely. Um, 100%. And it is gone. So I, (laughs) I'm sorry, but it, but it's, but I, but I love the thought of, we were we were, we were we were put on this earth to to do something. Yes. We were created each of us is created in a certain way. Each of us is given different gifts and talents, passions, um weaknesses, all of it to to do something here that no one else in the world can do. And so what we 
those dreams that are put in our heart are there for a reason and a purpose because they drive us to accomplish why we were here, our, our, why we were here. And there's, you know, that's, there's, there's so many gifts and I mean, there's so many dreams that could be some, somebody could dream at, at, for a season and a time. Our dream was to be a stay at home mom. Mm-hmm. And in that us accomplishing and doing that dream, we have invested in, in the lives of five kids that wouldn't have had that. I disagree. We've invested in the lives of countless kids. Well, you know what I mean? You know, because I, correct, because but, it's not just the five that we had. I understand. We had direct influence over but correct, but I'm then just by saying, extension, you're right. But those five kids, because we decided that would be our passion for a season and a time, that was our dream. Um, so and the, somebody else could have a passion and a dream for wanting to start a company or uh, That's write right. a book or whatever. And I think that there are different dreams and different passions and different whatever for different seasons of life. Um, because we change, we're on a journey, yes, we grow yes. and we and each thing that we're faithful in doing, accomplishing, that builds. It's like this. It's like it's like a starts a foundation, and mm-hmm. it keeps building and keeps building and keeps building. And um, no dream is too small, is what I guess I'm trying to say, right. or or insignificant. There could be huge dreams, and that's awesome. But there are also dreams that I think people don't even know that they're living out and accomplishing. Uh-huh. And so then they just kind of like, I'm not really doing anything. Well, that's that's, that's a lie. Actually- Right, And that is preparing you for the next step or the next thing that God is going to accomplish through you. I read somewhere that if your dreams aren't scaring you, they're not big enough. Yeah. Yeah. And I, (laughs) and I, it's so true now because I'm, so my daddy listened to my podcast. I I don't, I don't know if my mom said he did or, or she did, or I don't remember, but, um, so, because I, I said, Daddy, I talked about you and I That's want you right. to listen to it and tell me what you think. But so he was talking. Um, so he said, I listened to it. And then he said it and he started tearing. My dad's a crier. And he just is. He's very, uh, um, he's he's in touch with his emotions, which I love. I've always known that about my dad. Perfect. And he said, it warmed my, it did my heart good, sissy, that you said that you're in the acceptance stage. And um, I am just to know that, that I'm at that place where I'm ready to move forward um, gives me hope. And that there are dreams on my heart that, yeah, I'm fearful of, but I know that I'm put on this earth to do. And because of everything that I've experienced over the last eight or nine years, I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that God takes everything and works it together for good. I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that he has enabled me to do things that I never would have thought were possible. And, and, and those kinds of things have gotten me to this place where it's been painful. It's, it's hurt like hell, but God's gotten me to this place now where he's using the totality of my life to give, to give me new dreams or to propel new growth or to do all of that. And I think that that's exciting. It is exciting. And for, for all of us in that place. Um, yeah. So when we were younger, who would have thought that we would have been sitting in front of a microphone or that I have a dream to write a book. You have a dream to, you know, have a, have a huge conference of women. I want to, I've always had a dream to speak. I mean, I've always had a dream to minister, especially to women and all of that. Never thought that it would, I couldn't understand or anything, how it would be possible. I am now thinking it's very possible because God can do amazing things. I've seen him do it over and over and over again. And I'm, I dreaming is part of experiencing God. 
because um, he's so creative and he wants, he gives us things that are beyond anything that we could ever ask or imagine. So I think that when we dream, we are identifying with the character of God. I really do. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yes. And we could never outdream or do anything. We just want I just want to outdream God. We can just um, join along in what he's doing. Um, when I was a little girl, I know I'm cute talk, but I was just reminded of um, this morning, I, I have all these Pandora stations and, and music speaks to me as well, but you are very good at remembering <laughs> and having specific things. I love that about you. Like Thank you have you. a soundtrack to your life. I do. I know. I feel like you go along cleaning and you're like, this is a soundtrack and you could just like yep. immediately play it. I love that. Um, but when I was a little girl, I loved Rich Mullins and um, Rich Mullins is a, was a more than anything, he was, um, he called himself a ragamuffin, um, much, much, he knew he needed he was a follower of Jesus very much. So, but he also knew that he was in need of God's grace. Yep. So if you ever, if you don't know anything about Rich Mullins, his story's fabulous. He's incredible. I love it. But I, um, my parents would at the time when I was a little girl, you, the record players, you know, yeah, and then, I and do. then, and then, and then they would make cassettes from the record players and that we play yeah. it. So I listened to that all the time. But, um, so I have on my, um, uh, my Pandora uh, this morning, I decided to put it on old school Christian music. <laughs> I, don't, I mean, I love it. So I just did. And the song, um, came up, um, of his is called verge of a miracle mm-hmm. and talking about how, um, he talked about why he wrote it and he, um, it was live. And he said that, um, he was this big recording star, in Nashville, he's being sarcastic, but yeah. he's, he's got this big recording star in Nashville. He's trying to make this, he's trying to make this big um, record and doing all of this. And somehow he got booked basically to go up to some Northeast Ohio church to minister to 10 kids. And he's like, I'm in the midst of doing this. And here I am having to go and do this. Uh-huh. And um, so he goes up there and um, he said he already had the music written for this particular song, but he didn't have any words. Nothing had he hadn't been inspired in any way. And um, so he's, he ends up sitting and talking with a young man who, who had been greatly depressed and, um, and he was like six, I think he said he was 16. And out of that, he ended up shooting himself in the stomach and, um, and, and Rich just spent hours with him talking about that. And he wrote the song verge of a miracle because he felt like he had even been a failure because he couldn't even kill himself. That's how the 16 year old felt. And, um, and so Rich was talking about this and when I was, so as I was getting ready, God was like, see Sarah, you think that you're at the very end of anything and everything, um, of what, what you thought you thought that you were at the end of everything. But if you take that next step, you're always on the verge of a miracle because when you are very, like when you're at the very lowest of the low, that's when I can really show up. That's when I can really do something amazing because you think that because you're at the end of yourself. So what does that mean? You're on the verge of a miracle and that's what I'm clinging to. I, I know, I know that I know that I know that God is going to do miraculous and amazing things because I'm not doing it. It's him. And I just want to trust him to take that next step to experience that miracle to, to continue to dream. Yeah. That's so, awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. I absolutely love Rich Mullins. I um, sobbed on the way to work when the radio announced that, mm-hmm. um, he had died and my 
I think he died in 97. 97 or 98. I was just I, trying honest, to, I think it's 97. I, I think yeah. it is because he died around the same time as Mother Teresa and yeah. uh, Di- Princess Diana. Yeah. It's like all of, like, it was like, it was like all, well, it comes in threes. And, um, or so they say. Or so they say. Um, but one of, one of my, my kids' favorite songs um, by Rich Mullins is Submarine. Oh, yeah. And it's an acoustic song. It is very fast. And, but the words, it's about as useless as a screen door on a submarine. Faith without works, babe. It just ain't happening. One is your left hand. One is your right. One is your right. And it'll take Take two two strong strong arms arms. Mm -hmm. to hold hold on tight. tight. I love this. Some folks cut Cut off their their nose just to spite their face. Face. Face or faith. Oh, it would be face. It would be face. Yeah, Yeah. that's funny. So that reminds me of like when you're like, you're always like singing the wrong lyrics. Cliff told me some of the ridic- some ridiculous lyrics that, but some folks cut, cut off, off their, their nose just to spite their face. face. But you need you so much to sh- you need so much to show, show. for your alleged faith. faith. There's a the difference, difference you know between having faith, faith and play and make believe. One will make you grow, the, the other, other one, one just, just make you seem you talk about it. Yep, yeah. I'm telling you, it's I we that song. No, it's fun, and so the kids listened to it when they were little. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is so much truth. There's truth in every song oh, that, sure that man is. that man wrote. Oh but, yeah, um, he truly. I, I really believe he's a great theologian. I, absolutely, I, he, yeah, absolutely, hands down. But um, you ever want to try to sing a song in one breath? <laughs> That's the one to do it. That's the one to do it. <laughs> so I love that thing. Um, it takes uh, basically about if um, you need so much to show for your alleged, alleged faith. faith. There's a difference, you know, between having faith and playing make believe. One will make you grow; the other one just make you seem you talk about it. Yeah. And I think that that's. I don't want to be want somebody that talks about it. I really want to experience, um, the kingdom of God and be and be a part of that. Yeah. Um, I don't want to. I don't. And dreaming gives us the possibility to just not talk about it, but to actually experience. Mm-hmm. You know, and and I think that that's what we. That's what part of it is then. I know we're still, I, I, I am falling more and more in love all the time with the word dream. I really am. Um, it just is a, it's a beautiful word. It is a beautiful word. For me, it's just about hope. Mm -hmm. It really, really is because hope for my life and hope for, um, the, the future. Yeah. Awesome. Dream. Okay. Dream. There we go. Um, what is the dumbest way you've been injured? <laughs> Does walking count? Well, yes. Um, Does walking count? The dumbest way that I have been injured? Well, I'll tell well, go, mine. You, you tell yours. And I, yeah, the, go ahead. When I saw that, I was like, okay, so I was 16 years old. I played basketball since I was in fourth grade. Was very uh, was playing basketball year-round. And for a girl especially um, – knee knee things uh, knee injuries are very very you're very susceptible yeah. to them um but i had been very you know blessed that nothing had happened but we uh, my parents um uh, went uh and took my took myself and my siblings out to um a coworker's uh land and um so and we were starting to walk around and he had this great big black lab and i love dogs you know i'm i'm, I'm so it was awesome to have this black lab, lab running around with us and everything 
we're getting ready to go back up to his house. And so I'm walking up a hill and this black lab starts charging down the hill at full speed. I mean, it's a big old, like 80, (laughs) 85, like huge mammoth dog running down, down the hill full speed. And I think, oh, he's coming to see me. But, you know, you don't think that you're going to get, like, you think he'll go around you, he'll nope, do whatever. he's going to pummel you. <laughs> he ran straight into my kneecap. I went parallel to the ground, went straight into, took uh, my kneecap out of place, um, had ended up having to have two surgeries for, on my left knee. And so, a creature. That's how I. That's how you did it. That's how I did it. That's what started my so, left knee problems. I. I don't, I, I don't know, other than the fact that I just can't walk. You and Luke. I was just telling my coworker today that Luke is, the, was, is probably one of the most athletic, clumsy kids Absolutely. I have ever Absolutely. Ever, bless his heart. I know. He would just, you put him on, you put, a, get, put a bat in his hand and he, he's got it. But, yeah, but, then, then, but then he'll trip over just a line and he'll just <laughs> fall down. I mean, you're like, Luke, what happened? Oh, that's right. You, there, that line right, gotcha. Right. Yeah. So, um... So I I mean I don't what what was the the dumbest what's the, what's the dumbest yeah, way you've the been dumbest interested? way yeah um yeah I'm gonna go with just that I can't walk I mean because the only other major injury I have was when I broke my hand I was two and the door shut on my hand because oh, oh, I thought awful. I heard my dad in the hallway so I opened mm. I opened the door but it was a self closing door and so it shut on my hand and mm. it. it you know, crushed my little two-year-old hand. That started all of my problems with my right hand. Um, but I don't know if that's dumb because I was two. So yeah, I, <laughs> I don't think so. Dumb. No. But um, I just can't walk and I fall often. Um, the last time I fell that I really hurt myself was um, the day after Christmas. But... um. Oh, can I keep going? Because this is a funny story. Of course so, you can. okay. I can't walk. I don't know, I don't know why you asked so me that. <laughs> if I can't walk, why on earth would I try to square dance? Ooh. When I was 17 years old, I was a senior in high school, and our choir went on a competition trip um, to compete in Atlanta, Georgia. And we did all of these amazing things while we were in you know we did all of these went to all of these venues and all this stuff oh i don't remember where we were what the attraction was that we were but we were in the parking lot getting ready to load up on the buses and there was some there was some square dance music playing inside the venue, but we could hear it in the parking lot. Uh-huh. So us being our smart teenage shelves decided that we're going <laughs> to square dance in the parking lot. <laughs> of course. Yeah. So you know how when you're in a parking lot and there's a drain in the middle of the ground, the ground kind of like slopes down into the drain? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so did Stephanie. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the first time that I sprained my ankle in a severe spring. Mm-hmm. And... um. It was black and blue. It was the most horrid color. I remember my friends taking pictures oh. of my foot because they had never seen something turn that color before. But that was back when we had film and those actually never got developed. That's <laughs> so, funny. Um, Can you believe that we actually had to like we, yeah, load right? a camera I know. that 
And you had to roll it roll the it right, right way. way yeah. And then you would hopefully take one picture out of the 24 that was actually the decent. The one that you could come out. Yes. And like you would have to send that film away and pray <laughs> that and, and you actually pray that the roll wouldn't get lost and that you'd yeah. get it back. And, and now my iPhone 11 takes the most amazing pictures. And you can ever. edit it from my phone. Right. You can edit it. You can. You, you can take it over again if you blink. I mean, like, there's all kinds of crazy things. So that's what, so that's, that will be the dumbest thing. I, I sprang my ankle. And then Square the next dancing. morning, mm-hmm. the next morning we had to perform and I was the president of that choir mm-hmm. and I had to come out on stage and introduce us to the judges and I had to walk without limping. Why? For presentation. Oh, bless your heart. Yeah. It was, that probably was more in my head than, than oh, the request okay. I was of like, my, did somebody that was probably that? something that I put on myself rather okay. than what my teacher put on me. Um, because Nancy was amazing, but, um, yeah, we'll go. That was the dumbest. Yeah. Yeah. The squared, the squared answer. Now injury. I couldn't walk before I started square dancing. So that was just, <laughs> that was the beginning and the end of my square dancing career. <laughs> Dang, I love square dancing. We had, we, in, um, in elementary school, you know, like we would have sessions where we would do dodgeball and uh, volleyball, basketball, all that. But when it came to square dancing, that was awesome. And I'll tell you why it was awesome. Because I had, because you could square dance with either Michael, Tony, or Spencer. And, and that meant that you could touch their arm. And, um, and that was so much fun. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Yeah, that's you funny. Me up. Oh yeah, I still remember. Like, and all of us would be like, "This is terrible." I, 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 we were like, "Please don't let, please don't let us be partners with Paul." Like, there was like all the girls were like, "Please don't let us be partners with Paul." Please don't Poor let us be Paul. I know exactly. He's I probably that. a very handsome billionaire now. And he y'all probably is. really messed up. Exactly. Poor Paul. And so, but it was, but it was always, um, it was Michael, Spencer, or Philip, or yeah. Tony. I, I don't think I left, yeah, Tony. Tony, that's right. Yeah. So there was like four of them. And like that's all the girls were pining for the four who we would be square dancer, square dancing partners yeah. with. Yeah. That the do The yeah. do Yeah. yeah. No, square dancing's not for me. <laughs> no. But that fun. was a great trip. That was, that was an excellent trip that I had with my friends before we graduated. That's cool. Yeah, that's very cool. So uh, next Saturday or not? No, it's not next Saturday. It's one of these Saturdays. You saw it was my the, calendar. It was the first. The first. Yeah. Um, got my ticket. Got my tickets. Got my dad um, Indiana, Ohio State basketball tickets for Christmas. And that's surprised awesome. him with that. So um, I'm going to go ahead and put this out here because I, I want to be authentic and whatever. I'm dating somebody. Oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering if she was ever going to bring that up. <laughs> Yeah, so so um I'm blushing. Like it's like really weird. <laughs> Sorry. So I'm so I'm dating somebody and so the the four of us are going up to Columbus awesome. to go see to to go see that game. Yeah. Um I don't even know what to say cuz it's You could just say that. I know. You don't need to elaborate on that, but I feel like I'm a I'm a an adult woman and it feels I never thought I'd be dating. You know what I mean? I didn't date much when I was young. And so now it's like, um, I didn't date at all. Well, good point. You didn't. But anyway, so maybe I'll, there'll come a time when I'll talk about that. Um, what it's like to date as a single. Well, obviously hopefully you're single. single. (laughs) (laughs) What it's like dating as an, as an adult and after divorce and, and what it's, you know, especially the, my history it's, Mm -hmm. you know, he's a good man. Actually, he's a godly man. 
met him th- I met him at, through church and um so I I'm yeah I like she's him. blushing yeah I in am this blushing. very freezing cold room yeah I am okay so we'll go um <laughs> so I have one another question here what problem or situation did tv or movies make you think would be common but when you grew up you found it wasn't is there something that you think that tv has done or or mm. I've never thought about this. I just looked down I, and no, saw this I have, question. I, I haven't either. Um, I don't know. I don't remember watching a lot of TV. Like, I know that I did. Obviously, I watched 90210 as, you know, mm-hmm. a teenager um, and an early adult. Yeah, me um, too. Actually, when that show started, I watched it with my dad. And um, it's kind of funny because now when my girls or when my kids watch something that maybe is a little bit older than I think that they should. Megan's 20 now. This doesn't refer to her her anymore. Mm -hmm. But, um, but when I'm, they're watching something that I think is a little older than what they are, we have dialogue about it. Mm -hmm. Like we talk about, but it's never occurred to me until right this moment that that's why my dad watched 90210 with me. Was to have a, was to have that. But here's the thing. I always knew that that was not real life. Oh my goodness. Yeah. (laughs) Because even if it, even if I thought it was real life in Beverly Hills, there ain't no way it was real life in Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good point. Yeah. Now the Dukes of Hazard, on the other hand. <laughs> now I don't, I don't know that, that there's anything that, no, I don't, I don't know that TV do you shaped think, my I agree views. with you, but do you think, well, so this is the, do you think that TV has shaped the culture of what people think yes. romantic love yes. should look like and what um Yes, but I I do think that TV shapes what romantic love should look like. But I have some very real, authentic, honest examples that kept me grounded. Mm-hmm. And I have to tell you, I absolutely love reading romance novels. Yes. I do. It, I, I find it so fun. I'm reading a contemporary Christian novel right now, that um, which I don't read Christian very much anymore because there's a specific offer that kind of put a really poor taste in my mouth. Both of our mouths. Um, about that whole genre. Mm-hmm. And I know that that's unfair to all of those other authors. And the one I'm reading right now is doing a really, really good job. And um, where, what was I saying? Oh, so I love to read romance novels, but I know that it's make believe. Mm-hmm. I know that love is an action, not a feeling, and that the newness is fuzzy feelings, and you know it's all new and exciting, and and then yeah, but that's not that's not the nitty gritty, down in the dirt, making it work. Because I've seen that. I've seen what it looks like. Mm-hmm. So um, it's interesting that I was going to ask, can you kind of, what do you think is the difference? But so in, in all of, and learning about new relationships and all that, and the infatuation stage can only last 12 to 18 months. Yep. And, and it's scientific because your brain can only live off of those chemicals for that, for that long. long. That's it. I mean, that's it. 18 months is truly the longest that your brain can actually live off the dopamine and the endorphins and all of that. It, 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 
it, it just kind of it shuts down. So if that's the truth, then love becomes a choice. It becomes action. It becomes all of those things. And if you understand, you go into understanding that and, and, um, but TV probably really only shows the 12 to 18 months. They really do. Yeah, they really do. Yeah. I love, um, one of my favorite television shows because it dealt with, um, relationships on, obviously it was TV, but on one of the most realistic realms that TV can give you. Um, but one of my favorite shows is, um, One Tree Hill always has been, you would love it cause there's basketball. I would. And, mm-hmm. um, and I just, I love it. Mm-hmm. Always have. I've, I've, there are nine seasons and I've probably watched One Tree Hill eight times. I probably, in, in its complete duration. Wow. I need to watch that. It's kind of, it's how I felt about Friday Night yeah. Lights. Oh, I love Friday because Night I Lights. I liked their relationship. Yes. I, I think that that yes. showed, you know, I think but that, that have, was realistic too. There is a couple that, um, meet in season one and are together till the end of season nine and there are ups and there are downs there are good times there are bad times they're separated for a time Mm. but they make it work Mm -hmm. always Mm -hmm. and i love that i absolutely it's one of my favorite things about it's one of my favorite things about that show that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Love is a yeah. choice. Love is a decision. Love is I, going back to DC talk going old school. Since we're talking about Rich Mullins, love old is a verb. School. Love is a verb. Yes, it really is. It's not, you know, again, feelings can lie to you. They can. <laughs> and you gotta, you gotta dig in and know truth. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that I, I've enjoyed this. This, this has is been good. fun tonight. Yes. Yeah, this is this, this is a is, night. It I'm is like, night. It is night. What time is it? I feel like today is the longest day. Yesterday felt long because I started on Mountain Time mm. and I ended on Eastern Time. Yeah. But I honestly took a conscious effort all weekend long to mentally think Eastern Time. Like I wasn't there long enough to, you know, Acclimate. but but by the time I got home last night, my brain was like you've been awake since, you know, this time, which was like two thirty mountain time mm-hmm. um because I couldn't sleep and and so my brain, but today is like a day that won't end. <laughs> well, I'm glad to join you on the never ending day, Steph. <laughs> thank you, thank you. hopefully this I've is, brightened that you never ending have day. Yeah. you have and and the ibuprofen dulled my headache before we got started. well, that's good, so <laughs> that was fantastic because I can string words together now. You did very well. Thank you. <laughs> I only forgot like two things. Yeah, that's all right. But that happens. Yes. So. All right. Are we calling it? We're you, calling it. I'm, we're or calling I'm calling it. it mostly because I'm cold. It's freezing in here. Next week we bring the heater. Okay. Or I'm I, I have a blanket. A, I have a little space heater. Okay. So we'll. I'll. I'll have. I'll. I will set a timer to bring it down here and run it at four thirty so that it's warm when we come in. Perfect. We'll be sweating by the time we leave. Awesome. We'll make it a sauna. That's right. It'll we'll be turn good on for some oldies. Bones. We'll be sweating to the oldies. We won't be doing anything. Oh. We'll be sitting in our chairs. Did you actually do sweating to the oldies? Heck no. Oh, I did. <laughs> Richard Simmons sweating to the oldies. I mean, I, I me, had it down. To me, my mom sweating to the oldies is driving in the truck with my dad with the windows down. Like that is <laughs> that's my version of sweating to the oldies. Oh my gosh, I, I can't believe you said. Like I knew all of the routine. My mom had yeah. that cassette tape or not cassette tape that 
VHS yeah. and I would play that and I would watch and I would do it. No, oh, I did not. And, um, but I did have fun laughing at him whenever he popped up on TV. Um, uh-huh. Oldies. The oldie station here in Cincinnati oh, is know. 103.5. Mm-hmm. I know where you're going with this. And when they start playing songs from when we were kids on the oldie station, I know. is that not like just the end of the road? It's it. Boys and men. I know. I'm like, I, 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 I cannot. Which I think they did the national anthem at the, the start of the, the 49ers game. Oh, did they really? Yeah, we were leaving the restaurant as the game was starting. Um, Cliff and I were mm-hmm. in Breckenridge, and we sat and ate our dinner through the, we ate an early dinner, like 3.30 were those people. But it was 5.30 Eastern right. time, so Correct. we're good. Sure. Um, but we sat there and we finished the um, Kansas City Titans game. And then as we were leaving, the Packers 49ers game was starting. And I think it was Boys to Men who was doing the national anthem mm-hmm. because I even stopped and looked. I'm like, is that Boys to Men? That's funny. So today I was, I just had to do some computer data entry stuff so I can, I don't have to be like, I have, don't have to have total focus. Yeah. It's, yeah. You know, and um, so I had it because it's the, robot work yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, Yes. So I had it on 80s and 90s and I Boys and Men was on. Yes. It was so it was good. Um I was kind of jam- my friend walked by and she goes, "I see you jamming." I couldn't help myself. I was just moving. Like I was just dancing Sometimes in my chair. You just got to move. Got to move. Music. Yeah. So um yeah, but we're living in our we're the oldies now. We're the oldies now. Yep. And it's really sad. So where does my dad find his music now? <laughs> if the oldies is playing my music, Where's my dad go to find his? Ancient. <laughs> no offense. It's the ancient station. I can tell you from me, they're not taken. <laughs> well, I hope your dad will, because my parents are listening to the ancient That's station. Right. too. That's so. right. So, guys, thank you so much for, for being with us tonight. This was fun. Um, it was a good episode. Please, if your dreams are not scaring you, they are not big enough, and dream them up bigger, and... We're right there with you. Um, Until next time, we encourage you to live your life authentically.